Compass FM with Steph. In the studio today, we welcome back for the first time for 2024 Senior Constable Bill Parker from New Zealand Police, Hidanui District. Morena, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you and all the team in the Hidanui. Um Now, what are we starting with this week? How have we been going since uh, sort of the tail end of last year to now with uh, crimes being committed? Yeah, so we've had a, a few incidences happen out in Hiranui. Um So we've dealt with a couple of people that have been on home detention so they've been sentenced in the courts <coughs> excuse me to home detention and the, as part of their home detention, detention they can have strict conditions um, like not to consume alcohol and to live at a certain address and, and not to commit any offences uh, so we had one male he was located with a sawn off shotgun and ammo and he was on home detention um, after police received information we carried out a search of his address um, he was held in arrested and held in prison over the Christmas and New Year so they got him off the streets and it's really good to get those illegal firearms um, sawn off shotguns pretty dangerous out it's there it's scary yeah yeah and these people there's a reason they're on home detention because he's a dangerous person and then he has a weapon like that it really makes you consider it mm. um, and then another male who was on home detention not to drink alcohol he went into one of the local hotels and started causing issues there so um, he's been released again but he's on stronger bail conditions so that we can try to curb that offending so what would be the next step for that particular gentleman would be jail time yep jail time so home detention is like one step down the, they'll be sentenced to jail and if if the sentence is low enough then they'll give them home detention as an alternative so yeah and if they muck up the home detention then yeah back to jail they go so yeah it's up to the judges and the courts mm-hmm. um, all we can do is try to put them before the courts and let the judge make that decision and keep um, everyone in the public safe as well too um, doing the right thing um, and have the Springs, what's been happening up there? Yeah, so they had a report of a stolen necklace and ring. I think the ring was $3,000 and the necklace was two and a half. Wow. Um, but those items were actually located by a lo- local business and the victim had lost them. So that was a really good outcome oh, that we got those items back to the back to the owners and it uh, turns out they weren't stolen. So that's really good. Um, we Over Christmas, New Year, we had heaps of found items and lost items. So yeah, and so especially phones people lose their phones they get handed into us they're locked we can't get into them we can't really do much to try to establish who the owner of that phone is so i just encourage anyone to have a, a contact number in the emergency thing because quite often you can make emergency calls from your a locked phone yeah so if they have a family member or a close friend and then we can sometimes contact that person and the other way is if people depending on their settings someone will ring their phone we can see the missed call ring that number and say you just tried to ring this person who does the phone belong to yeah and he's, so, ho- yeah. he's hoping you, you know can get the pen out quick enough to write the number down yeah, right before yeah. it goes to the lock screen again yeah definitely yeah. and it just there's all those track tracking apps you can get on your phone lost my iphone and that sort of thing um, encourage people to have that to try to establish where it is um, we've returned a few phones over the years that have been found and and people haven't handed it in straight away so we've gone to an address found the phone and returned it to the owner because they're not cheap cell phones nowadays they're getting up over a thousand dollars a lot of them no and uh sometimes you can't always claim insurance on them either depending on the uh the cost yeah yeah definitely yeah and um just encourage people if they lose their phone or wallet to report it because sometimes we can match that up with stuff that's found as well yeah don't go oh well never mind there's my phone gone um it's it's just uh 
annoying as well too, especially or if someone nicks it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, report it through 105 and, and we can um, have a record of it. And also, if they do have insurance, that gives them a form to claim on insurance again. Yeah, um, now, uh, sadly, uh, you attended a, a recent fatalities. Uh, that's why you were unable to come in um, not that long ago. So the roads are still really busy and that is horrific for everyone involved. Yeah. Um, so, of course, our thoughts go out to everyone with that. So uh, are we still um, busy on the roads? Are we are we behaving or what are some concerns that New Zealand Police has? Yeah, so I was working last week and the roads are just busy as, like, getting in Amberley through Carter's Road, down Carter's Road, the main street in Amberley, the traffic just backs up. It's so busy. Hmm. Um, so just people just need to be patient. I mean, I know there's slow drivers out there, there's fast drivers out there, but be patient and uh, and sit back and make it more of a trip. If you, Especially if you're family, stop, get an ice cream or have a break or look at things. Break up the trip so everyone doesn't get frustrated and angry sitting and in the tired. car. tired. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, yeah, we've had a few unworthy road, un, unroadworthy cars driving around recently, so we've been pink stickering them. So pink sticker is an unsafe vehicle. So we pretty much, we stop a vehicle, it's unsafe whether it has tyres that have got steel coming through them or smashed windscreen so you can't see clearly. We'll put a pink sticker on it so it has to go for a new warrant of fitness and be re-inspected by someone that doesn't fix vehicles, so VTNZ or AA or someone like that. And then um, and then green stickers for ones that were just unroadworthy. So, wow. Yeah. So what happens in that instance? You pull over someone and you go, gosh, the down to the to the wire on the on the tread. Um, are they allowed to drive the car home, or do, do they have to make alternative arrangements to get that car back to where it needs to go to? Yeah, depending how unsafe it is. If it's if it's extremely unsafe, we'll say no, you can't drive it. Mm-hmm. It has to be parked up and picked up with a trailer. Yep. If it's not the greatest, but it's probably all right, they're going to get home. Then we can put in conditions where they can drive certain roads and not exceed a certain speed limit um, so yeah if, if the tyre is getting down a little bit might say you can't go more than 70 k's an hour and drive straight home and then you have to get it fixed before it's driven on the road again. Is there a fine around those when you pull over the, the cars? Yeah so there's fines for the tyres and if they're worn down, if they're damaged or dangerous um, and also if we do sticker a vehicle and someone drives it, it's a $600 fine for driving it when it's been pink stickered or green stickered Mm -hmm. so it is quite a substantial fine and you can actually go to court and we can seek disqualification under under certain acts um if people continue to drive and disregard the condition of the vehicle. Yeah. So, yeah. It's not safe for everyone around. So, uh, how are we going with uh, drinking and driving? Yep. So, uh, we're still getting a few drink drivers, but there's been a few recently we have an alcohol interlock device, and that comes up on your driver's license. You must have an alcohol interlock device. And if you haven't got one fitted in your car, so essentially it's a little machine, you jump in your car, you blow into it. If there's no alcohol in your breath, you can start your vehicle if there's alcohol in your breath you can't start your vehicle it's just for repeat drink drivers or people who have previous convictions for drink driving and it's just to stop them drink drink driving again so if you've got that on your license and you drive a vehicle that doesn't have an alcohol interlock device fitted in the vehicle Mm -hmm. that vehicle will be impounded and you're in breach of your conditions yeah so you'll get get sent to court and you lose your vehicle for 28 days and then yeah so it is a chance for people that have drink driving convictions it's like well
uh, we'll let you drive, but we're going to try to stop you from drinking and mm. driving. Mm. So, yeah. What happens if they've borrowed someone else's car? Does that car then get impounded, or you just uh, assess that at the time? Yep, so that car will get impounded. So right. if you lend your car to someone and they've got an alcohol interlock license, so they're a different colour, mm-hmm. and they have it written on them. So if you're worried and you're not sure if you know the person that well and you think, oh, this person might not be the right person, yeah. ask to look at their driver's licence. Because yeah. you as the car owner have a responsibility to know who's driving your car yeah. and what their licence status is. So, yeah. So, and I just say, oh, look, mate, just to make sure everything's all right, I don't want to get in trouble with the police and so I don't want to lose my car. Can I look at your driver's licence? Mm. Yeah. And the same for disqualified drivers. If, they, if they're disqualified and they borrow your car, your car will get impounded. Gosh, so, yeah, yeah it's, it really isn't worth it. Hey, thank you so much for your time today, Senior Constable Bill Parker. We'll catch you in a fortnight's time. That sounds great. Thank you. Compass FM.